Hello, and welcome to ADHD Essentials, part of the ADHD Rewired Podcast Network. I'm your host, Brendan Mahan. I'm a former teacher and mental health clinician turned ADHD coach, trainer, and consultant. I can be reached at brendan at ADHDessentials.com. Here at ADHD Essentials, we help families develop the skills and knowledge needed to better manage attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. Visit ADHDessentials.com for more details. What's up, team? We are doing a debrief of day three of the ADHD conference, um, and my room is packed, so this is probably going to be a longer one than usual, but there's a lot of really great voices in this room. Danny Donovan, Jessica McCabe, Erica Tivers, Eric Tivers, wow, I just like threw an A on the end of that. <laughs> Look at me, being tired. <laughs> um, so, uh, that's staying in because it's a rough cut. Um, so with that said, we're going to start with Eric Tivers to share his takeaway for the conference. All right. Uh, well, my name is Eric Tiberza. Is that how you said it? Erica. I don't know how I, I think Erica. I said Erica. Erica. Said Erica. I was like, where did the A go? Yes. Um, my takeaway from uh, from this conference, oh, from ADHD Rewired, by the way, um, didn't come from the sessions because I barely went to any. <laughs> it came from the community. And... Um, as we were sitting and, and listening to uh, Randy Brooks' um, closing keynote, um, I think I ugly cried about nine times, and I feel it's about to happen again. Um, you know, coming on three years of being so disconnected and apart from everybody, and you know, and, and community is, as you would say, community is my jam. But there's nothing like being together physically with people. And I, as it was wrapping up, I just kept thinking, I don't want it to end. Because um, I feel like this is the family that, this is like my chosen family. And that feeling of being alone and not being understood vanishes when I'm around all of you. And, um, so that's my that's my takeaway. Awesome. Uh, I'm uh, Dr. Carolyn Lynch Parcells, and um, this conference was, I mean, I think it was special for all of us. It was special for me because, as Eric said, we've been apart for so long, and there's just nothing like the hugs that, like, seeing each other. Some of these folks who I had seen and hugged three years ago, and some people who I've only known for three years virtually, getting to actually see them and hug them was amazing, but it was also on my home turf of the Dallas-Fort Worth area, and so for that to be, for it to be my home, right, that everybody got to come to, and in the, in the last keynote, Dwayne, who's the president of, AD, of, of, of ADA, said, and it's got me so much, he's like, welcome home. And it, oh, okay, I'm fine. Um, to be able to welcome everybody back home in my home <coughs> um, was amazingly special. But the biggest thing for me, like like Eric said, I mean, as, as wonderful as the sessions were, and I did get stuff out of the sessions, it, that wasn't it. It was 
hugging my friends. It was being with my people. It was being home in a whole nother sense of the word. Okay, I was going to talk about something that was in a session, but like, I have a story that fits with all this. I'm Jessica McCabe, creator host of the YouTube channel of, uh, I don't remember the name of it. (laughs) 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 My executive function is just shot right now. I'm like, I can't remember my own name. (laughs) (laughs) How to ADHD, right? So I had this young woman come up to me and, and tell me, Really, pretty emotionally that I helped her get through high school and I felt like I was looking at a younger version of me And I had a really hard time getting through high school. And I didn't go to college and it turns out she's a special education teacher now And she's helping others and her mom came out And her mom looked at me and said hey, can we you know, can we get a picture? And I said yeah And she said you have been such a part of our family and she started crying and I started crying because these were people that I had never met And I lost a lot of my family over the last few years, including my mom. And I told her that. I was like, I'm emotional because I lost my mom a couple of years ago. And so hearing somebody call me family is really emotional right now. And she said, I lost my mom five years ago. And I looked at her and there was just this immediate shared understanding of what that pain was like. And I said, losing a mom is like losing home. And she said, yeah, that's exactly what it feels like. And I've been telling everybody, this is my family reunion now. Coming to Chad, this is my family reunion because these are my people and this is my family. But it also taught me something that I kind of knew, but I, I always forget. Like, do you, I don't know if you guys have this, but what you, you you have this like profound realization and then like the next day you've forgotten it. <laughs> and like two weeks later you have it yes. again. It's called a reha. Yeah, a reha, yeah. I love that. Yeah. Not an aha, no, a reha. Because I've had it. <laughs> But there's something that I heard a long time ago that, that's resonated with me, and, and this conference and everybody I've talked to is kind of proof of that, which is you never touch someone so lightly that you do not leave a trace. And you will never see or know the ripple effects of the work you do or the things you share, but they're there. That's, yep, somebody else go, because I'm trying. <laughs> Pass the mic, get the Kleenex. <laughs> Which direction? Yeah, well, was for where are we going? I don't know. We're all confused, guys. Well, Sorry, you have to listen to it. You know what I didn't learn at this convention? What direction the mic goes? <laughs> Danny, Dusty, somebody? I can go. I can go. Okay, I'll go. Chris, can you grab it? I broke the podcast. Man, now I'm going to have to edit. Everybody, be quiet for like. 15 seconds. No, so we're good. We I'm not no, I'm, I'm not gonna edit. We're alright. Alright, alright. Alright. All right. We're too alive. This is what the conference is like when yes. you're talking to people, awesome. by the way. Mm-hmm. Okay. So hi. Uh this is Danny Donovan. I am what is my tag says? Danny Donovan, Danny Donovan, Danny Donovan. comics and TikToks, and most recently um, authored the uh, anti-planner, How to Get Shit Done When You Don't Feel Like It, and I I was sitting here and really struggling to kind of think, like, how to put into words what the experience of, of coming to this conference is, because I really do think everyone hits the nail on the head when we talk about the fact that it is more than the sessions, 
And community is important in every group. Community is important in everything. I just went to a marketing conference and all everything is about community because it's so true. But people don't understand the impact of community when you have lived without community your entire life. When you have been, ooh, I give myself goosebumps. No, <laughs> when, 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 you've, when you've lived without community your entire life and you've been made to feel broken and defective and you find a group of people that makes you feel like you are not alone, but when you have been as fortunate as I have been, where I have now, in the last couple of years, made such very real, very close friendships with people from the internet. <laughs> internet friends. Remember, you know, back in the day when my mom was like, don't talk to anybody on the internet. And I'm like, I'm saying it's an internet stranger's house with a bunch of people I met on the internet. <laughs> you know? And, and, and the reality is, is that it connects us and this conference connects us and there's such conversations that will not happen when you try to get in touch with me, even via an email or a DM or a text because I get overwhelmed and I will not answer. I came into this conference having been burnt out after finishing this book and thinking that I, I was so anxious coming into this, I'll be really honest. I was extremely anxious because I had been really worried that it would be too much, that I would be overwhelmed, that it would be too much emotionally, that I wouldn't be able to bear it, that I would have some sort of breakdown. <laughs> like, I, I really was afraid because I've been in such an emotional space and I come here and not only has the complete opposite happened where I feel rejuvenated and energized and excited, I feel like I'm around the people um, you know, Dusty and Jess and Kate and everyone who has been checking in on me and asking, are you okay? Have you had water? Have you eaten? How are your knees? Like, how, you know, like, are you doing okay? Do you need to, do we need to take a break? Like, the types of questions that, like, I have never been asked by anyone in my life, including people who should have been asking me those questions, but, like, who know because they've been there. And so I just, I really appreciate this conference for bringing me together and being able to watch Renee and watch Dusty and watch Alex and watch my friends, my friends who I can be so very proud, you know, to see them put their best content forward, their best um, stuff forward to educate others. Um, it just makes me really proud. So thank you all so much. I'm really happy to be a part of this wonderful community. Aww. We love you. We love you. Thanks. <laughs> we, we love your anti-planner. Oh, yes. Oh. Episode's uh, coming soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dusty, go ahead. Um, what are my takeaways from this conference? One. Oh, what is, what is one my takeaway from this conference? Your one long it's, rambling I mean, it's... Uh, it's uh, these are like some... Me. These are some tough acts to follow. Uh, no pressure. Project a little more. These are some tough acts to follow. <laughs> no pressure. Um... My takeaway is uh, that I am so blessed and grateful to support such wonderful humans like Danny and to um, be in a supportive and friendship role to so many incredible, amazing humans, um, to get to spend time with my mentors and the people who have taught me things like the amazing Carolyn McGuire, Cam Gott was here, right? Um, just... Uh, I just feel that I'm very blessed and grateful to be able to uh, support and receive support from all you, uh, I'm not allowed to swear, right? Can I swear? Go I ahead. mean, I said the title. All of you book. bad bitches. Hey! Yes! <laughs>
Chris, go ahead. Hi, I'm I'm Chris. Um, you know, I I originally started coming to this conference for myself. I you know I'll I'll help out in Jessica's and Danny's communities. Um, there's also a NASA engineer. <laughs> what? Um, you can really rock it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now, now that my train of thought completely out the window. Okay. 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 Uh, so you know, you know, there, there's been a prevailing theme here about community, and that's exactly where I was going as well. And there, you know, there have been a lot of really tough sessions. You know, ADHD and anxiety. You know, ADHD and burnout. ADHD and PTSD. But you know, through that, and as well as you know, in you know, you know, talking with you know, just you know, random people, the you know, prevailing thread, you know, even you know, throughout the conference, is the importance of community and community support. Yeah. Thank you. Christy? Yes. Hi, I'm Christy Powers. I'm a coach. Um, okay, so takeaways. So, um, well, on, I think it was like October 25th or 26th, I, I've been feeling really disconnected and I, in true ADHD fashion, I decided to come last minute on a, on a whirlwind sort of decision. Um, and I was coming with the intentions to uh, focus on learning more stuff about kids and teens and thinking about kind of learning stuff in that direction because, well, I have three kids and yeah. Anyways, I thought, well, maybe with a dash of like, you know, meeting people and, you know, finding community and it sounds so cheesy and cliche, but like, like the, I realized that the other night at dinner was like the first time that I've actually been in a room full of people that are also ADHD like me, that like ever actually. And so it's like having conversations and stopping midway was just a thing when I kept doing it. I was like, <laughs> and everybody else yes. does it too. I, I got, yes, I mean, honestly, it's a, it's a really good feeling. Like, I was texting back home. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, I'm around people who are like me, and I've never been, like, I've never had this in a physical space before, right? Which is really nice. And, um, yeah, I just, uh, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> That's supposed to happen. That's how it's supposed to go. Welcome to the club. We know what, and if you know what, you learn that there's strength in connection. Of course, because connection is actually one of my my uh, top uh, core values. But, um <laughs> Our so, pizza's ready, so their phone is ringing. Okay, thank you. Bye. <laughs> I will just wrap up to say that um, <laughs> this is the best I rough cut ever. This is, no, this is so on point, and uh, <laughs> I think that's so on point. And I maybe I'll just wrap it up with that because I can't remember what else I was gonna say. But there was something. So I'll come back and maybe tell you another story. <laughs> Caroline. Um, I'm Caroline McGuire, and I'm the author of Why Will No Play With Me. And um, I have to say, the thing I'm taking away the most is that for a lot of us, we're always searching to find answers. And it's kind of like looking for Alice's door. And this conference is Alice's door. You get to come in, and you get to find out all the things you need to know. And we've talked about community a lot, and I, I just can't stress enough how I have been absolutely besieged by people telling me how lonely they have been their entire lives. Mm -hmm. And that now that they have found these answers, they have started life anew. 
And so I just want to say, if you're listening to this, that there is so much out there and we just get to do the honor of being part of this and giving answers. And I just, it's like, I'm so absolutely blown away by people's need for this. Sometimes I forget. Sometimes I'm like, this is just something I'm doing, but people need this. And I'm just so happy we get to be here. Ralph? Hi, everybody. Uh, I'm Rafael Bocamato, uh, better on, known on the internet as Dr. B for long Italian name reasons. Um, <laughs> I'm a clinical psychologist and I'm the clinical director at the mental health nonprofit Take This. I'm a clinical psychologist consulting with how to ADHD. I take away hope. There's the myth of Pandora's box, that suffering is released upon the earth. And the one thing that's left inside of it is hope. And every single person who's talked already, every single person I've seen at this conference, every single clinician, every single coach, every single presenter has one underlying theme in everything they have. The hope to have a need met, the hope to fit in, the hope to feel less broken, the hope to feel normal, the hope to find one's connection, the hope to find one's people. And in everything that's been said already, in every speaker, that has been the prevailing fire that is inside every single one of them, trying to dig down to the bottom of Pandora's box and keep hope alive. I feel like we should clap or something. <laughs> <laughs> Bravo. Uh, hi, everybody. That's my man. <laughs> yeah. That is my man. Challenge accepted. Uh, hi, everybody. I'm Kate Osborne. I go by Katiosaurus on most uh, corners of the internet. I'm primarily known for talking about sex on the internet, almost, <laughs> especially on uh, TikTok and YouTube. Um, and I guess my takeaway is is about voices. Um, I was sitting here the whole time going, don't cry. Don't cry, you dummy. Don't do it. Um, but four years ago, I didn't know that I had ADHD or that I was autistic. Three years ago, I didn't know anything about ADHD. Two years ago, um, I started talking about ADHD because of these people named Danny Donovan and Jessica McCabe um, who were doing it much better than me. Um, but I thought, well, they have these experiences and, and so do I, and maybe it would be okay if I talked about my experiences on the internet. Um, and then a year ago, Danny reached out and Jessica reached out um, and then today, or yesterday, I guess, I was sitting at a table with them on a panel and we were talking about our experiences. Um, and the whole time I kept thinking nobody, like the whole time I've, I've done this, I, I kept thinking nobody cares. Nobody cares what I have to say. I'm not a clinical psychologist. I'm not a therapist. I went to school for Shakespeare and then I got bored. Um, but the, the thing that I think I've learned the most is that everybody bring something to the table. Everybody brings a viewpoint or an experience or an expertise that they may or may not have had before. Um, and I think that that is so powerful and, and there's power in our voices and in the lived experiences. And in the disability community, we talk a lot about the idea of nothing about us without us. 
And for a really long time, I think that the conversation has been without us. It's been, it's been just in part, it's been these pieces and these parts. And I think that the more people who come to events like this, who come to the table, who say, no, my voice does matter. My experience does matter. I am valid. I am unique. What I, what I bring here matters. I think the more we start to really understand the scale and the scope of the, of the ADHD experience and the human experience. And I think that's really beautiful. And also now I'm staying in an Airbnb with Danny and Jessica and that's fucking <laughs> surreal. <laughs> I was like, yeah. And so that's what I have to say is that your voice matters and there is space for you. Um, and what you have to say is important. And that is now I'm going to stop talking. Okay. Bye. <laughs> your voice matters. I'm going to shut up. <laughs> exactly. You got to know when to stop. <laughs> or not. Or not. I'm Dr. Diana Mercado Marmarash. I'm a family medicine physician and I'm an ADHD coach for physicians and healthcare professionals. Three years ago, maybe five people knew I had ADHD. I didn't want to tell anybody I had ADHD because in the medical community, there's a stigma. And ADHD in my brain meant I was not perfect and I was broken. And I got diagnosed during my first year of med school. And nobody told me there was coaches for this. <laughs> I wish they would have. It would have made my life so much simpler. So much simpler. Nobody told me I could ask for more than five milligrams of Ritalin. Because, yeah, you would think, being in the medical community, but for the three hours that I took it, it worked amazingly. <laughs> so I was afraid of it being taken away because, you know, when things don't work in the medical field, what do they do? They remove them, right? Mm. But when I got told that I should outgrow ADHD, when I became a physician, I believed a psychiatrist because, after all, I'm a family medicine doc. I'm a general doc. I'm not a specialist. And so why am I saying this? Because our stories do matter. As you heard here, everybody's stories is unique and there's nobody above anybody else. And if we forget that piece, we forget that we're human beings first. And in my brain, when the pandemic hit, I could no longer ignore my ADHD. For 10 years I did, but then I couldn't anymore because the systems, that community that we're talking about were there, but then they weren't there for me. So while some of us took a break, I did not take a break. I was very mad. Why am I making a testimony? Why am I making, what is it? Not a testimony, what is it called? I'm, I'm having the brain fart that we all have, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The will. Why am I making a will to say what's gonna happen to my one and two year old? Right? Yeah. I took an oath to do no harm and I forgot that included me. Oh. When people pleasing, remember that you are people too. Yep. <laughs> but the day that I realized that I was the most important patient in the room and that I needed to stop skipping those $300 ADHD things that I was paying for, but I couldn't make because even though I've blocked my schedule, they double book patients before above and below. And my husband said, well, it's, did somebody put a gun to your head to walk into that room? 
They did not, but I didn't value my time. So I had to learn that if something had to work, I had to be right first. Awesome. So in this conference, I'm here to say that I am going to bridge this thing so that physicians know what it's like to be a physician with ADHD. ADHD is real. And that it's not just meds. It's not just coaching. It's just not therapy. It's all of it. It's an end. And it's a spectrum. It's a spectrum. And it's a spectrum. (laughs) (laughs) So today, I met a wonderful people. And today I learned a lot. I'm not gonna remember your name, but it was an amazing talk. Just yes, prenatal, prenatal. She talked about the importance of advocating for yourself, asking for what you have, and and and, ask, and she made a point that says even when you don't know what you need, still ask and make a list and show people your list, and people will pick what to help you with. <laughs> That's my takeaway. That's awesome. Um, Dusty, what's her so, name? <laughs> oh, yeah, what I <laughs> No, we're good. We're okay. They're, they're waving at Elizabeth because they don't know Elizabeth went yesterday. <laughs> um, so, as always with, with these, we invert the structure of the show, and it's my job to do the ending essential. Um, my... What I'm, what I'm hearing, and I called it in the beginning, I don't know how many of you rigged it and how much of it just happened, but I, to me, the ending essential here is belonging. And I'm going to cry, so fair warning. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Emancipate yourself. So, so, um, no apologies. so here, here's, what, here's what I want to say. We, a few people mentioned the panel. Um, yesterday I hosted an influencer panel. It was me, it was Danny, it was Jessica, it was Renee Brooks, it was John Hazelwood, and it was Kate. And I am pretty sure that every single one of us up there felt like we didn't belong at that table. And my takeaway from this conference um, is that I belong here. And I mean that a few different ways. One of them I already knew. I belong here because my stuff is good and it's quality and I'm bringing meaning and value to this community. That is true. Uh, But I also belong here because these folks care about me and because I'm not alone. Um, and, and what my audience doesn't know yet, but we'll know a little bit about soon, uh, assuming things continue to go forward for episode 250, is that it's been a really, really, really hard year or so, um, especially with my family. And that is really, really isolating. So on top of the isolation of COVID, I had more stuff going on that was really isolating. You guys know I didn't post episodes for a while. That's what's up. Um, And it's hard to ask for help 
when things are that hard. And it's hard to ask for help when you're a dude. And it's hard to ask for help when you're the one who is strong and who everyone looks to for that strength. And I'm working on learning how to ask for help because I belong and people will help me. For the viewers who can't see what's going on because you can't see what's going on, Brendan's currently getting group hugged. <laughs> Thank you, I was about to say that. <laughs>you're still here. Nice. Thanks for staying focused all the way through. If you have any thoughts or questions about today's episode, feel free to email me at brendan at adhdessentials.com. And don't forget to check out the website adhdessentials.com and visit our Facebook community. I'm looking forward to talking to you again next week. In the meantime, keep focusing on improvement over perfection. 10% better is all you need.